Watch what crap is. Watch what crap is. Who cares what happens when there's so much that crap is? Hello, and welcome to Watch What Crap Ends, a podcast about all that crap on Bravo that we just love to talk about. I'm Ben Mandelker, and joining me today is the one, the only, Mr. Ronnie Karam. Hi, Ronnie. How are you doing? Oh, hi, I'm so good. How are you? Oh, my God. I am wonderful. It's the end of our work week, which is very exciting, and we are here to talk about the second and final part of the Real Housewives of Orange County Season 16 Reunion um, before we dive into it, just a quick reminder that this is a Crappens on Demand episode. So if you want to watch us, go to patreon.com slash watch and support us on the Crappens on Demand level. We can watch us and that gets you also all the, all sorts of cool stuff. It gets you access to our discord server, which we haven't mentioned in a while, but great online community there on our Crappens discord. And then of course our weekly bonus episode, um, which is always lots and lots of fun. Last week, we did two bonus episodes where we did road trips all across Texas. So um, you get access to those. Those were lots of fun. And I'm sad because I still have my Bucky's treats that I forgot to bring them down here to snack on. Oh, well. So anyway, that's all that. I have ingested all of the Bucky's treats, okay? Any oh. progress I might have made has been totally crashed by Bucky's. So thanks, Bucky's, for ruining... Yet another summer. <laughs> no. Thank you. No. Minor setback, but you can get right back on that horse. It'll be okay. God. Um, you know, I don't want to get back on the horse. You know, like, fine, it, there don't. just gets to be a point where I have so much sugar that I just don't care. I'm just, like, fully in the thralls of it right now. <laughs> you know, fuck it. Who cares? I, I, like, just, I can still fit in clothes. So that's it. Yeah. I mean, you're like, listen, you don't have to get back on that horse. Get in the car. Why not? Take a car instead. <laughs> There's a reason we don't ride horses anymore, because they suck to ride. Cars are better. I'm getting a big, <laughs> big truck. And I'm just going to cart my fat ass around in that. Okay, so here we are with the Orange County Reunion Part 2. And I was thinking, God, that's so weird. It's a longer season than Jersey, and it's having a shorter reunion than I watch a reunion. And I was like, good choice. <laughs> good choice. <laughs> Two episodes. Is, it was perfect. That's all I need. I was perfect. Yeah. I, we did not need three three episodes out of it. I felt like we covered everything I wanted to cover. I thought it was great. You know, maybe we could have had a little bit more time talking about like the drama that was Heather Dubrow putting her amuse bouche second on the menu by accident. Like I would have liked to, you know, like a little bit of a deep dive on that, but <laughs> it's okay. We can kill some of our babies. I needed interviews from the crew. Yeah. On this one, I needed one of those break the fourth wall things where they're like, so has Heather ever physically abused any of you so that they could say no, but she did because that physical abuse claim has really taken all of the eyes off of what Heather actually did do, which was have us fit, shut down production, scream at everybody, put her hands on cameras, moving them, shoving them, if you ask me, um, screaming, saying cameras down, get out. I quit. This is over. What kind of behavior is that? It's like still disgusting behavior. And everyone is just ignoring it because the stupid Noella exaggerated everything and made it look worse than it was. It was still pretty bad, guys. But it was all worth it in the end 
because if that had never happened, we never would have been able to give sushi to the poor. So it was all worth it. It was all <laughs> worth it. No boo for the poor. Look at this poor homeless person. He got a slice of Wagyu beef. He's like, um, I work at the Apple store, actually. <laughs> oh, you poor thing. It's like, uh, I'm hosting the show. My name is Andy, but thanks. <laughs> Tonight, it concludes Heather's reign of terror on America. Okay. <laughs> so we come back where we left off last week, which is Shannon. How dare you? <laughs> to Gina. And she's like, there are multiple times I have gone above and beyond than I would for anyone. And you have the audacity to say I have no boop, boop, no friends. That is the most egotistical, arrogant, cruel, dilapidated, fruitinarianated thing to say. How <laughs> dare you? Well, you know what's mean-spirited? Watching John telling me I can go fuck myself. Like how aggressive he was towards me at your home. Oh my God. No, Gina. No, that was not aggressive. That was like, you know, like that's what a, that is what a loving partner does when someone has been shitting on the person that you love and you're, the person you love is coming back to you over and over again. Be like, well, now she said this. Oh, and now, now she said she doesn't like my shoes. She said they look like they're from Payless. Well, guess what? I did Payless. That's fine. He's like, well, you know what? Fuck this girl. I've heard enough of it. He was, he was not saying it to her face. He did he not was, say it to he you. Being... He did not say it to anybody else. Stop trying to make him abusive. Like, that's crazy. And this is why people like Gina are dangerous. You know you're wrong in the situation. You know you're being an asshole. The whole audience is telling you you're being an asshole. And then your idea is to come to the reunion and call John an abusive, <laughs> an abusive person. Fuck off. Men are allowed to say fuck you about yeah. you, okay? It wasn't to you. You were being an asshole. He had to listen to Shannon crying every day about it, and he was correct. Fuck you, okay? Yeah. Totally, like, I don't think, you know, I, I believe she was triggered because of her previous relationship, but, like, I'm sorry. John, like, John was within his right, and he was consoling his his girlfriend, who he loves, who has been mistreated by Eugenia all season long. So I and you can't get out of talking about the accusation that you were mean, which you were. You were a total shithead to Shannon this whole season, and to say you're not is ridiculous. And so when you're called out on it, you don't you don't address how you treated people. You address about their reactions to it, and that's bullshit. It was how you treated people. Don't change the subject, ma'am. Okay, crop top. And then Gina literally says, no man that I know would ever act like that. And you could see Shannon, she like opens her mouth to like say it. And then she just holds it back in. Because I think we're all thinking it's like, you were literally married to that. Like you, you were literally did, married you to You just it. did a giggly scene in an orthodontist office with that man, ma'am. Where you're like, oh my God, I can't believe we're getting along so well. <laughs> the whole thing is like, just be quiet, Gina, you know? And good for Shannon for keeping her mouth shut, even though she was, she did give that look that was like, oh, okay. okay. I mean, okay. we all see what's happening okay, here, right? Then. I mean, should I say it? Should I? Uh, I mean, huh, wow, okay. So then uh, Sharon's like, well, it was an accumulation. It was an accumulation of things, of, of, of me telling him things that, that hurt me. You know, many things hurt me. And, um, you know, uh, and Andy's like, well, did you tell people that Gina has an inflated ego? And she's like, well, I, I was told that she thought I was jealous of her. And I mean, let's see. I mean, let's look at her reunion look. I mean, could I ever possibly be jealous of that? It's like someone took masking tape and just wrapped it around her like she's in a, a sleepover. <laughs> I'm not jealous. 
Oh my god, and Gina's still going off. She's like, well, I'm concerned if that's the way he defends you, because no man should ever act like that, and you should not allow him to speak like that with your friends, and this and that. And so she's still going off, and then they get back to the inflated ego, and she's like, well, I'm I'm not jealous, so put a pin in it. And Andy's like, by the way, do you know that put a pin in it doesn't mean that? And she's like, no, you put a pin in things to deflate the things. Put a pin in it. He's like, no. No, that's not. Oh, well, oh, well, well, obviously, when you're sewing something, if you're making a stuffed animal, perhaps you put a pin in so that way something stays temporarily like that until you finish sewing it. That's that's what that means, right? Oh, no. yeah. So he explains to her that it means putting the conversation off until later. Like, let's put a pin in that. And she's like, oh, well, I guess I learned something Every day here. Thank you. But you know what they were doing? They were laughing at me at the finale party, saying, oh, that's a core friend? Well, why haven't I met a core friend? If that's a core friend, well, blah, blah, blah. And Emily's like, we were joking. It was just a joke. I mean, I've been making fun of Gina's hair for four years. Well, you might have been joking, but it was true. It wasn't a joke. You know what I mean? And that's the worst yeah. excuse to bring up, because Gina's hair has been terrible for four years. So you pointing it out might have been funny, but it's also true. So you saying that it wasn't necessarily true that Shannon really doesn't have any friends doesn't make sense with your own example, ma'am. Yeah. Lawyer. And, Sha and Shannon's like, listen, don't walk on eggshells with me, okay? I'm tough. Please do not walk on eggshells. Although, I mean, if you if you do choose to walk on eggshells, just try to do it in my foyer because I just treated the floor. So I'm, I, I am pretty tough, but I, I'm really trying to avoid scratches. Thank you. And Andy's like, well, actually, it doesn't seem like you're that tough, Shannon. And she's like, well, what I mean is when I get knocked down, I get back up again to walk to the bed where I get back down at a higher level on a more comfortable surface. That's what I, I'm saying, Andy. I, I, I have a cider drink. I have a whiskey drink. I have all sorts of drinks because I get knocked down, but I get, I get it back up again. Ain't nothing going to keep me down, Andy. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, let's see. So, Emily's like, yeah, she'll get back up again. You just better be ready for the jabs. Oh, Emily, from looking at your face, if anyone's prepared for jabs, it's you. Okay, <laughs> jabby. So then Andy is, um saying uh so where do you and gina stand and shanna's like well i mean i can get along and have fun if she's here it's it's not going to ruin anyone's time that's for sure but she's here so look at me look at my <laughs> smile and see how genuine it is yes and and by the way uh uh, Gina says, you know what? I do care about you, Shannon. And if I do joke on you and it bothers you because you can't take a joke, you know, then like, you know, I'm sorry that you and your one friend have to stew on that. And I can work on that a little bit more. And she's like, yes. And, and I appreciate that. And on behalf of John, I apologize. And also on behalf of John, I will be drinking some tequila right now. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, she said, John's not proud of what he said. You know, he was just trying to be there for me. And Andy's like, well, you should be happy to know I'm going to put a pin in it. And Shanna's like, oh, look what you just, that was funny. Wow, that was another joke at my expense, I suppose. That was a joke. Gina, Gina, arbiter of jokes. Was that a joke? <laughs> I mean, you don't have to walk yeah. on eggshells around me, but you don't have to. Mm -hmm 
throw me into the fire for crying out loud. <laughs> I'm very, very happy. Now, uh, your definition of put a pin in it, what is that again? Is that when you are roasting potatoes, right? That's what put it, because the potato was like a pin in the oven. No, that's not the definition either. Okay, I'll, I'm going to work on it. I'm going to work on it. In you the wouldn't break. have okay. to walk around. You wouldn't have to walk on eggshells around me if you didn't keep smashing eggs in my face, leaving eggshells on the floor. <laughs> okay, small point. Small point, just but a, we can move on. I'm just a fun person. It's a small point. I, I, I hope your your house isn't made of eggshells because people in eggshell houses shouldn't throw other eggs because it would make other eggs. Uh, Andy, could you help me out it's here, please? Of, a little it's bit. a lot of wasting eggs. It's a lot of wasting eggs. eggs. Just don't don't walk on so, them. Well, now we're in our segment called Noella versus everybody. Hilarious. Yeah, so they start I, would, I would like to rename this segment. Dr. Jen is so boring. We're already on our second Noella segment before we even focus on Dr. Jen. Okay, let's go. <laughs> so true. And Jen, I just noticed that Jen's dress has like that feathered yes. boa thing sewed to the underside. Like what? It look, what is that? It looked that? like a sofa that was the upholstery was coming out. Did you run over Blanche Dubois on your way over? It was uh, Blanche's name from Golden Girls. Blanche, oh, Blanche Devereaux. Devereaux. Did you run over the ghost of Blanche Devereaux on your way? Like, what the <laughs> fuck? So uh. we see this clip of Noella versus Jen. I had the worst week of my life, and you are a rude little girl. <laughs> so uh, Andy's like, so the bad blood between you and Jen was practically instantaneous. Jen, what was your first impression? Could someone plug in Jen, make sure she's powered up? God. Oh, Andy. I don't think that we started off really well. When we went to Heather's party, you came off as like very pretentious to me. And I feel like that was an energy that I wanted to clear up. Okay. Well, she's already gone back down to sleep. Okay. Well, uh, wow, well, that clip package was pretty good. You hate Jen almost as much as the audience. Jen, what do you have to say about it? And Noella's like, you're just throwing gasoline at this party. I'm trying to make Heather's party enjoyable again. And, you know, I just wanted to get to the table and eat Wagyu. And you're like there throwing Nicole under the bus, firing Emily up. And just, that's not even true. You just, like, make things up. You're like a child. Like, a child that makes things up. Burn. The burn. <laughs> you make things up so badly. You're like a child that makes things up so badly. Am I right, everyone? Oh my God, you just got Jen. Well, Yuri from Ika says, hating Jen for posting a badly lit picture of herself and tagging you. <laughs> Seems a little bit much, Noella. Why were you mad, Noella? And she's like, well, you know, it's like she's acting like we're these close friends. And Shannon's like, well, Noella explained to me at the time that some people get paid for posting for med spas and noella i believe it's one of those people she said it can't be proven but uh she said that she works for med spas so then you tagging her in your med spa um wasn't wasn't good for business <laughs> so heather's like okay claw hand interruption okay question why didn't you just untag yourself okay and noella goes i did and i had actually Never untagged myself before. I am such a narcissist that I literally will never untag myself, even on like a spam bot post from Russia. Okay, but this time I drew the line and I had to untag myself because it was so extra creeps. Mm. 
And then Heather's like, well, yeah, I don't think that was malicious. Heather, shut up. You're not the fucking judge. You're not the host. Shut up. You don't own this show. Just quiet there over there. So Noella's like, well, but then she said thank you to all my clients for me going to her med spa. And I'd never been to her med spa. And frankly, I'd heard some not great things about her med spa. And it made me feel like I don't want to be associated with her med spa. And Heather's like, how about we not talk about other people's medical practice? No, you don't get to make the rules of what we're going to talk about and not. And don't make me whip out Terry's fucking surgery reviews again from the Yelp. Because I'll do it, ma'am. Yeah, I like Heather saying, like, let's let's not talk about other people's medical practices. Or in Dr. Jen's case, the lemonade stand version of medicine, whatever that is. It's adorable. <laughs> Yeah, Heather, it's you can't talk about doctors. Doctors are too important, but you can just talk about, you know, husbands cheating on each other and uh, trying to make people seem insane so you can call the psycho, uh, the psych, the carts, cart Shannon away, whatever that was that year when she was like, I think she's having a breakdown. We should call someone. We should call someone. Well, Squatty from Potty says, Heather, explain your problem with Noella. I'm not sure I understand why you hate her so much. And Heather goes, I do not hate Noella. I merely want to just throw her in a volcano and have her perish in a highly painful way. But I don't hate her, of course. You know, from the get-go, when I barely knew you, I mean, here I was, a very famous actress who'd been on the basic cable comedy, Hot in Cleveland, and here you were, a lady who i never met before, and I thought, wow... I can teach my gift to her. And I invited you over to my house. And when I heard that you called me a fake bitch, and by the way, I am not a narcissist, okay? My studio is my studio. Yes, I have photos on my wall of myself. But Andy, do you have photos of yourself in your studio? And he goes, yeah, everywhere. And also pictures of various men's dicks. Yes. Well, I'm also a narcissist. And I would say that everyone here is probably a narcissist. Look, there are cameras, and we're in front of the cameras. I love <laughs> Andy's theory that anybody in front of a camera is a narcissist. Um, but also, just because I hate on Heather so much, I have to be fair and say Heather's right on this. Heather didn't do anything to Noella. No, Except show not. up. Like, she was super nice to Noella. She kept trying to include Noella in all this, and Noella went around. I'm like that woman's a bitch and a fake and a narcissist mm -hmm. so i gotta at least say when heather's right and i think in this one she's right and she just acted like such an asshole the rest of the season that it overshadows that for me but yeah she's calling it right and noella will not admit one thing she's like what <laughs> you know you went out of your way to say nasty things and make me out to be a liar and heather goes well you are a liar that's axiomatic <laughs> gina's like huh axe body spray <laughs> what Oh my god, any guy I date, the axe is automatic. I've really never realized. I mean, that really is deep, Heather. Automatic axe. Um, I mean, that's just the truth. The grass is green, the sky is blue. Noella's a liar. And Terry got sued multiple times. So Noella's like, don't make me say it, Heather. Heather, I'm shaking. Look at me. Look at how I'm shaking. And she's not at all. She's like, look, I really just wanted to show you my manicure. This costs so much money, actually. <laughs> Everyone's like, say what? Everyone's like, Noella, you dumb dumb. If you're gonna come out with a bombshell, you've got to set it up first. You can't get right to the part. You can't get to the cliffhanger first. You can't do the cliffhanger before the setup, Noella. 
And she's like, Ooh. And she's like, well, what the accusations were. And Heather's like, fine, go through the accusations. Like, what do I care at this point? And she's like, well, I was on the other line when you called Nicole. And she goes, but I never called Nicole. I mean, <laughs> what even is this? <laughs> this is so axiomatic, okay? The sky is blue. The grass is green. The Nobu is getting cold. And I'm not on the phone with Nicole, okay? And Noella's like... She told me that she was botched and it was a really bad experience by her husband. No, she probably said she was watching botched and it was a terrible show. She didn't want to watch it again. That's probably what she really said. Maybe she got a screener of the seven-year itch or something. (laughs) Here comes one right now. So, um, yeah, she said she got botched. She was watching what? Bosch on Amazon Prime, your favorite. Bosch. <laughs> the man never smiles, but he's got such charm. That's what Nicole said. <laughs> um, so, yes, he said. TV reviews. <laughs> <laughs> Nicole, Nicole reviewing Bosch on Amazon Prime. <laughs> Hi, I'm Nicole Weiss, and I'm here to give you your review of Bosch on Amazon Prime. <laughs> So she said, yeah, she was botched. She had a really bad experience with her husband or a very, yeah, boob job experience. And she filed a lawsuit and she got a lot of money out of the lawsuit. And that's what she told me. And Heather goes, uh, uh, you know what? Pause on that. I'm going to, I'm going to tell you the same thing I told Reba when she said, I'm getting a blonde bob. I said, Reba, <laughs> pause on that. Take a ball. Put a pin in it, if you will. Well done, Shannon. You did well it. Well done. You did it, Shannon. Uh, so she's like, you can't just hurdle accusations. Like, what you don't understand is when you get a settlement from a medical doctor, it is reported to the California bar. Let me just show you the face That's that Heather true. made because I was dying. Heather goes, <laughs> I sent you the, yeah, you the sent image. To I have hilarious. to like look. This face that Heather Pro makes, let me say, her eyes are somewhat crossed, and her tongue is out, and her <laughs> lips are pursed. It's like all in one thing. It's so I Heather. Know. If you ever settle with a doctor, you will lose more than just your dignity. You will have it placed permanently in the Medical Board of California logs. That's true. I'm a medical witness. So, Your Honor, that is true. And Heather's like, there is no hiding a settlement. That is not a thing. Which, okay. I mean, I guess legally that would be the truth. But so she just dropped it for fun. So she had a bosh boob job. She got lawyers and she went after Terry and then she just dropped it for no reason. Well, she probably. That doesn't make a whole lot of sense, right? I mean, does a lot of stuff about Nicole make sense, though? I actually believe Heather on this one. And Noella's, because Noella's like, but there's NDAs in place. What what NDA is there on a boob job? I don't think there's an NDA on a boob job. <laughs> well, when you so, settle a case, oftentimes part of the settlement is that you won't, you're not allowed to talk about the case, right? There's yeah, an NDA attached to it, which I think Heather's, is what she's saying. Yeah, and so Heather's like, not with doctors. I'm telling you it because it is a thousand percent not True. And Andy's like, and if she didn't drop her case and there was a settlement, A, you wouldn't be trying to get her on the show. <laughs> nice job with that. Where is she anyway? And B, Terry would remember her, right? And Heather goes, listen, I know we're wealthy. I just want to put that out there again. 
But also, don't you think I would remember writing a check? Like the time I wrote that check for Nobu for $60,000 that I pretty much threw out, or the time I wrote the check for those cabinets that I sent back because I didn't like the angle of the bevel, or the time I wrote a check for the alternate doorbell for the service people. I remember all these things. No, that's the point. You're so rich that you would not remember writing Terry. Having, what do you care about Terry writing checks at work, you know? And I think the whole point that you're that she's making like there wasn't a settlement so then if there wasn't a settlement was there an illegal settlement i just love all this i want to see what this is um, your playground this is yes so what happened i don't believe that she just said oh i'm gonna drop the i'm dropping it for no reason there's no way there had to be something else so noella's come back nicole come back nicole well, you literally asked me why I had, t- had a tainted opinion, and I was listening to my best friend tell me something. I understand that, but what you're accusing me is of trying to bury something. And bury what? You said I strong-armed her. Into what? Into what? And mm-hmm. I was like, not, not discussing a lawsuit. But it was discussed, the damage is done, and there was nothing else to talk about. Especially since, for some mysterious reason, we never saw Nicole again. Isn't that crazy? (laughs) How has nobody said, what happened to Nicole? Like, how in this discussion is Andy sitting there licking Heather's asshole instead of saying... He's like, well, yeah, I mean, if there was a lawsuit, Heather, I mean, surely you wouldn't have tried to get Nicole on the show as if Heather really got Nicole on the show. That's bullshit, first of all. If Heather tried to get anyone on the show, it was that Maria Bello lady. And we all know it. She did not try and get Nicole on this show. And second, why is it that right after this huge fight, suddenly Nicole's not there anymore? Hmm. Yeah. Well, suddenly we get Tawny. We have our our mid-season Tawny uh, period. Which also, yes. thankfully, went away too, leaving us yeah. with Kenny. <laughs> Kenny was our final, our <laughs> the final Kenny's in the star. rotation of Kenny, Kenny is, is a star. star. Yeah, Kenny's going to be great on this show. I I think they'll make her a housewife next year, and she's going to be really good. Hi, <laughs> Kenny. So <laughs> I'm sure you did your best with your husband. You deserve everything you got. Oh, their giant lips, uh, love her. So Noella's basically like saying like, well, you know, when I came by and I was following your podcast and you were like, turn off the cameras. I don't want to talk about this anymore. And there's like, well, of course, Noella, I don't want to talk about a lawsuit about my husband. That's I don't want to talk about a lawsuit that and have it continuously be brought up. It's obviously not great. She's well, I just wish you had said this on the podcast instead of saying that I cancel you. I mean, you're done to me. Am I right? Like, what is Noella even talking about at this point? She's constantly changing what her argument is. Yeah, but she's saying, Heather's discussing it now, when all she had to say in the beginning was, listen, you heard that she sued us? Yeah, that was a long time ago, and it was dropped. I mean, it was no big deal. But instead, she makes this huge thing, kicks all the cameras out, has a huge fit, and makes this huge storyline, kicks everyone out of their home, then screams at Shannon, threatens Shannon's family. Then she does all this. Then she has Noella over to her home, her fucking mansion, and makes Noella wait for 45 minutes while she's in the kitchen shooting her fucking home network pills that she's up marking, you know, whatever, math 200%. And she's making her wait then to go sit in a picture filled with root, with pictures of heather that heather has all over this room and then for heather to shut down production again because she didn't like the con i mean heather's a fucking nightmare she's what was this week three that she had noella in her home to like try and intimidate her and noella was like fuck you i don't care and heather's like well i just don't think that we're meant to be friends which is what she's 
alluding to when she says, I cancel you and you're dead to me yeah. and all of that stuff. I mean, Noella is a whack job too, but it's just a shame that it overshadows how insane Heather acted. Yeah. And so he- Heather is basically. <laughs> you can tell it's the end of a season. I'm like so upset. Like I'm ridiculous. At the end of every Housewife season, I'm like, oh, I'm going to lose it. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to let him, I'm going to let him just blow off that steam right now. So Heather's like, so they start talking about the slam against the walls thing again. The segues into that, and and Noelle's like, "Well, I saw you push a cameraman. I saw you rage." And Heather's like, "You change your story every five seconds, okay?" And it didn't happen. Let's start with that. Noelle goes, "You didn't rage. You didn't push a camera." She goes, "Rage? Yes, I did rage. Of course, I raged because no one was appreciating the delightful amuse bushes I had put out for Nobu. Okay, so yes, I was raging. But did I push a camera? No, I did not push a camera." And um. Sh- uh, Andy's like, well, first, Noella, you said you saw it with your own eyes, and then you said you heard it from a friend. And she goes, well, but I saw with my own eyes her going crazy, which I think what Noella did was she saw Heather push that camera, which we all saw it. It's on the show. Mm-hmm. I think that she saw her gently, okay, I'll give you gently, push the camera, move it out of her way while she was screaming, and turned it into she's slamming. That's what it sounds like, right? Like she's she turned it into this exaggerated. She's slamming people up against walls. Um, but Noella won't admit it. And um, Heather's like, I admit to raging. And Andy's like, Yeah. By the way, if cameras were rolling and that happened, we definitely would have captured it and shown it. Okay, you might want to ask Faith from Vanderpump Rules about how we love to make our network look as violent as possible because they didn't show any of that. Lala holding a knife, you know, pulling a knife on Faith footage. Mm-hmm. Nor did they show footage of the Manzos getting into a fight in the Dominican Republic. So um, yeah. Heather is like, she's like, you perpetuated this all season long. And I was like, oh, I didn't know to anybody. And Andy's like, well, actually, Heather, I think you were the one who brought up the slamming situation and Aspen. She goes, well, it was based on a game that we were playing and I was reacting to it. It made sense. It's like, you know, when you're a trained actress, you always hear your cues and you say your lines. And that's all I was doing. Listen, I didn't get through Syracuse drama school for nothing. Okay, Andy? I'm really glad he brought that up to her because she is, it's like a Teresa Judice thing where she's the one who brings it up and then screams at you for bringing it up. And you're like, you brought it up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I apologized weeks ago. You're the one making this a bigger storyline than it needs to be. And so he's like, well, I'm just saying you were the one who brought it up, Heather. And then it shows Heather's face and she's in like full, you know, button eyed, eyes arched all the way to her hairline rage. She is going to kill him. Yeah, and he goes, I want to talk about the card game. Name goes unmentioned, but it reminds with schmards against papanity, okay? So, uh, <laughs> Window from Rosher said, Heather, your daughter's 17. I'm pretty sure she's heard some bad language before, so what's the big deal? So, Heather finally admits it. She goes, well, we actually have the game. But, like, she was opening it up in front of all other school friends. And Noel's like, well... Why would she open it up if she knew what it was? I was like, wow, when Noella gets you with logic, that's pretty bad, Heather. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, she's heard the C word, Andy, but only in reference to cater waiters. So, you know, <laughs> opening that in front of all of her friends. And Noelle's like, well, I think she should ha- she should be a good enough parent to say, don't open this up in front of your Catholic school friends because I know what it is already. And she's like, Noella, I wasn't standing over her. Okay, and you know what? Don't comment about my parenting. Oh, okay, Heather. So we can't comment about your husband's lawsuits. We can't comment about any doctor's business at all because they're doctors, God forbid. And now we can't comment on your parenting. It's funny because you talk about Emily's parent parenting constantly. But okay, no one can con- Another thing that's off limits. Got it. Wrote, wrote it down on my list. Heather will not let me allow Uh, Well, I'm not commenting on your parenting. I mean, you're calling me basically a sexual predator. So what you're putting out there in the universe is not good. And then Heather, all of a sudden, who has been all furious about this, goes, by the way, you're very offended by the word pornography. Oh, so Noella's crazy. Like, wait, wait, how are you going to try to turn this, Heather? She's like, there's nothing wrong with pornography. I'm Heather Dubrow, the sexually liberal parent of children whose sexuality is all over the place i love sexuality what the fuck heather if pornography isn't offensive then why were you mad that she gave it to your daughter you make no sense and noelle's like well it's not pornography and she goes really i think merriam webster would beg to differ at which point jennifer aiden runs on goes no it's called excuse me miss merriam webster get it right heather debro (laughs) Merriam-Webster, the depiction of erotic behavior as in pictures or writing intended to cause sexual excitement. Two, material such as books or a photograph that depicts erotic behavior and is intended to cause sexual excitement. Three, the depiction of acts in a sensational manner so as to arouse a quick, intense emotional reaction. So she must be going with three, because one and two, those cards are not trying to elicit sexual unless, sexual uh, arousement, Heather. It's a fucking Heather party has game. A th- Unless Heather has a fetish with credenzas, you know? Heather's like, oh, yeah, read that card about the credenza again. <laughs> credenza, yes, Terry, yes. She's Don't so think there lame. was anything sexual, uh, sexually tantalizing about those cards. <sighs> Stupid. So, homo from Omaha says, Emily, you're, sh- you're a shit-stirring asshole, okay? So, uh, she talked about her divorce a lot, but weren't you too mean to her about talking about her divorce too much? And Emily's like, listen, at Shannon's party, I was trying to let Jen talk about her problems because she Jen never had any time to talk. You know another person who got off light on this season because Noella was so over the top? Jen. Jen never shut the fuck up. Every time Jen came into the room and he said, how are you? She's like, my marriage is terrible. My husband doesn't love me. Nothing is going right. Every scene with Jen where she speaks, it's about how terrible her life is. But they only hounded on Noella because Noella's, you know, a cartoon character (laughs) basically at this point. Yeah, and uh, Noella's like, well, you made it sound like, like, you made it sound like she's weeping in a corner. Why did she say she made it sound like she's weeping in a corner? Oh, because they're they're making it sound like Noella was was trying to make it about her when Jen's over there weeping in the corner. And Jen goes, I was weeping in the corner. Look, here I am weeping. Wow. Wow. Uh, Wow. It's me sobbing. Okay, look, let me reenact the Sally Field scene from Steel Magnolias in the graveyard. Okay, hold on. You got it? Are you getting it now? This is me weeping. Oh my god, out of control motion. (laughs) So Shannon's like, uh, so... (laughs) 
<laughs> Shannon's like, when you said to her, it's all you talk about. I mean, you yelled it. You yelled at Emily. And Emily's like, what well, is all she talks about? That and Heather. So then we go over to uh, Gina. Your friendship with Noelle started strong, but took a turn for the worse. What was it that tore you apart? And what, what would it take to repair things? Um, so, I think the true answer is Gina just doesn't like being there for people. <laughs> I think Gina likes being the one who is people that are there for, right? Because she just did not like this. So Gina's like, well, with me, it's got to be slow and steady, you know, which is why I'm already living with a guy and six kids that I knew for about two months. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, I was there the day that she found out everything, and I was so excited to cheer up. Not in a bad way, all right? But, like, I wanted to cheer up, and I was like, let's do some fun things today. You know, let's do some fun things. So I had, like, a bottle of Chardonnay and a little cup holders in the van I was driving, and then I went to pick her up, and I I just think it's i jumped in two feet andy you know and it was too much i had to take a step back to guard myself from it it was really hard someone else's <laughs> problems you know that girl's divorce really hit me andy i had to take a step back yeah um i don't know if i mean it's so basically you're you you swept in because you wanted to be the hero of the story and then you realize you swept in on crazy and then you wanted to back out <laughs> sounds like you're a great friend you both like let her on in terms of like the hope of having a gal pal and then you left her in the lurch and even though noella is no walk in the park like you were right. in it for the glory basically now that said again just gotta like insert a little fairness on my own end but i would i would have done the same thing it's like gina's like here we are i'm gonna meet this new cast member i'm gonna have a new ally against shannon <laughs> you know yeah and She's thinking she's going to have a fun scene, and Noella in every single scene was like, you won't believe what he did to me today. Like, every single scene was that. So, I don't really blame her, but man, she sure handled it like an asshole. You didn't need to she turn did. on her and start yelling at her in public, you know? Yeah, it didn't have to be that either. So, Noella's like, I mean, did I become extra paranoid and the anxiety? I mean, I look back and I cringe. Like, who was that person? Hey, can we talk about my new boyfriend and the sex toy company you got me? But you know what? To fall apart because you don't know if you're making the right decision for your family or for your mental health. I'm like, I like that Noelle is kind of admitting that it was her decision. Mm -hmm. um, because supposedly, as I said last week, she filed first, you know, because she wanted to stay and do the show. And her husband wanted to stay in Puerto Rico for tax reasons. So yeah. when she's like, you know, and I just had to do it for mental health. And Emily goes, <sighs> like she just sighs. And Noella's like fake crying. She's like, you guys are like a sisterhood to me. And like, I leaned hard. I got it. But I will always love each and every one of you guys. <laughs> She like sisterhood is like her big buzzword of the day. That's what she says with everything. She's like, you know, when I got my latte at Starbucks, that barista, it's the end of the day. It's a sisterhood. I needed that coffee today, and that was the sisterhood that kept me up. So <laughs> Andy's like, so uh, knowing everything you know now, would you do anything differently at the top of the season? And she's like, mm, I probably wouldn't have done it if I knew this was coming for real. For real? I'm like, oh, please, Noah. Oh, right. oh, my God. Please. Of course <laughs> right. you would have done it. Five times over. Yeah. So then um, Heather just tilts her head. The music turns dramatic, yeah. and Heather's like, mm, 
Because she's not buying any of this. It just kills Heather to have to sit here with Noella this whole time. I love it. Yeah. So Andy's like, welcome back. Win from deck says, Heather, you took him to, you took Emily and Jen to a spa. And Emily did the best thing ever. She took out a turkey sandwich. Emily. Ronnie, I had win from Dex also. You did not. Yeah, I was going to do win from Dex too. <laughs> we both had dirty windows today. What can I say? <laughs> That's exactly. I looked out my window and I was like, win from Dex. <laughs> we are oddly on the same page a lot of the times. It's so weird. It's like, what did you do last night? Oh, I hurt my back getting out of it. Are you kidding? I just took an aspirin for hurting my back. It's weird. <laughs> Little things like that that'll crossover or when we both show up in horizontal stripes oh yeah there's a lot of weird things so then we see a clip that i think was cut uh probably should have been cut again of emily loving sandwiches so much that on the private plane she's changing her tampon on the toilet and opens a curtain to ask for a turkey sandwich i mean (laughs) she really loves those sandwiches she's really committed to this storyline yeah (laughs) Commercials. Here comes one right now. Hey, Dr. Jen, you're the expert. Who here has had the best work done? And, and so Heather's like, well, that's a loaded question because, of course, none of them can really afford good work. Am I right, everyone? <laughs> Am I right? So, why Dr. would you Jen- ask Jen that? I know Jen owns a med spa, quote unquote. Have you looked at Jen? Jen looks like she's holding water in her cheeks. Like, what are you even doing? She looks like a kid who's, you know that your sister's about to blow water all over you in a pool, and she thinks she's being subtle, but she comes up to you like, hmm. (laughs) So she's like, uh, Shannon, you look great. You look very lifted. She's like, oh, yes, well, I actually had a facelift. Five weeks ago, I was waiting for my friends to lift me up, and I realized when they couldn't do that, I would just have to turn to surgical methods. <laughs> and Abby's like, what? That is a total Gumbelson move. And then we see a clip of Vicky at a reunion when Andy's coming in to say hi at the beginning, and she's like, Eddie, I just got a facelift. I, I, he's like, what? You want to see my decisions? Come here. Come, come look at him. He's like, no, I don't. I don't at all. Come look at him, Eddie. Like, seriously, look at him. I was gutted. I was gutted, Eddie. That's why I look puffy. Okay, get a job. Get a job. Yeah. Shannon goes, you know, so uh, the surgeon called John and said, I've never cut more skin out of a neck my entire career. And it's funny because David always used to say I was the biggest pain in the neck, but it turns out it was me who was carrying everything there. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? My reunion prep was a colonoscopy. I'm not even joking. Well... (laughs) I love that you're the way that you're going to get ready for a reunion is putting more stuff up your ass. Okay. (laughs) Stick carrier. (laughs) So, um, Emily's face is just not moving at all, which cracks me up because she goes, you know what I did? I just worked out. It's like your face is not moving. Emily, don't say that you didn't do anything for the reunion. Your face is not even close. Jen is going to move her face before you do. She's like, I just worked out a lot. Andy It's really all I did. Gina's like, I've been school sculpting like nobody's business. Oh, Gina, I, I hate to break it to you, but rubbing an ice cube on your belly does not count as school sculpting. <laughs> We're on a budget, Heather. <laughs> so um, isn't cool sculpting the thing that Linda Evangelista, was it Linda Evangelista? The Linda model Evangel- that just had that. 
Linda Evangelista Horrible. had um uh like there's a there's like a chance that you can get this reaction where like it creates like a like a like a bar of butter effect uh like a permanent bar of butter effect of fat and so she had it and she's like I am ruined and then she comes out in a spread in People magazine still looking absolutely gorgeous and she's like look at me uh, I'm a monster I'm like okay Linda Evangelista I'm sorry that you oh. have a, a stick of butter attached to you now that does suck but like you're not a monster like. <sighs> I figured she was still gorgeous. I'm not surprised at all was. that that was the twist. Well, I saw on the Candy Show, the Candy's Restaurant Show. Um, what is it called? What's wrong with me? I watch Candy the show. The I love the show. Candy and the King. Mac and cheese, potatoes too. I love that song. Any song with mac and cheese in it. I'm there for but anyway on Candy and the Gang one of the ladies is has her own little med spa thing and she's like uh, I'm giving you lipo baby and he's like yeah we got fat in our relationship and he's like but isn't it gonna hurt and she says no I don't have to give you incisions it's liquid and then you pee it out later and I was like what is that I'm asking the facial lady about it. do facial ladies know about that they do right wow I want well, uh, that how many I, times I mean you I always I always turn to Candy the Gang for all my medical questions. So, I'm... <laughs> well, I'm telling you this: I'm going to be peeing a lot in the next few months because I'm just going to go there and say, "I don't care. Put me on a payment plan. I'll do the dishes in the back. Just get it off of me. Do whatever you have to do. Heat, heat it up, freeze it up. But I'll update you later." Okay. Well, after years of navigating the rough waters of heartbreak and divorce. Dr. Jen is still not having her segment. Shannon Storms is finding out what it means to be smooth sailing. So it's the Shannon segment. And Andy's like, wow, well, it seems like you're really, like, after everything you've been through, like, David cheating on you, David leaving you, having to be stuck with this new group of friends, Tamara, you not being friends. Andy, I I, I do get it. Thank you. You can move on. Well... (laughs) It seems like you're finally embracing being a single mom and a businesswoman. What advice would you give yourself when you joined the show? And she's like, well, um, there's life beyond David and you can succeed on your own, um, which I should have known. I should have known that. Like, you don't have to be stuck to an unsupportive partner who just eats potato chips in your face when you ask them to take out the trash or show any modicum of love for you and uh, I thought I was trapped in this life and I accepted and you know there's there's more to life than a big house sometimes you can find happiness in a small house by the water yes that's what I've learned <laughs> I love it Andy I'm so happy so Andy's like Heather how has Shannon changed to you and Heather's like she's got less neck I mean you heard her Andy <laughs> what a touching story Shannon I am so proud at you. Clients, clients, clients. Look at you. You're doing amazing, sweetie. <laughs> and um, uh, and then Andy's like, so do you ever have any sort of relationship with David? Because, well, no, our relationship is non-existent, except every now and then he will send a text message, which is just a picture of him and his new wife naked. And they say, take a look at this, loser. And I say, uh... New phone, who was this? Signed Shannon. And I go, oops, I mean, sorry, I messed that up. You know, I did receive a text uh, just, I think it was last week. Bloop. And I look down and it says, dear, I can see you in the bushes. Please leave us alone and get out of our front yard. <laughs> that is so, so I left the backyard. Uh, that was a rude text. I didn't appreciate that. So. No, no, I, I haven't. I haven't seen him at all, which is funny because you would think after an hour of knocking on their door, they would open it. But, you know, they didn't. They didn't do that. 
I mean, I have a nanny cam behind a teddy bear in their living room. Still have not seen them. They do not use the living room. I'll tell you them. Who doesn't live in their living room? Am <laughs> I David? What a monster. It's, it's uh, so, funny when I sent complimentary uh, cream cheese stuffed salmon, it came back in a box that said Peloton, and uh, there was a membership to a Spartan race in there. So I thought that was loaded. I was a mistake, maybe. So Heather's like, wow, yeah, you don't even run into people. It's weird in a small town like this, you know, but you just don't run into people. I just met a chimney sweep in our guest bath. I didn't even know we had a chimney sweep. <laughs> You know, it's funny when you talk about our small town because it's actually our house. Our house is its own small town. It's yes. amazing. I mean, you just don't see as many people at the Cinnabon in your kitchen than you <laughs> thought you would see. <laughs> I love so, in my mind, Shannon, uh, Heather Small House only has a Cinnabon and a Sabaro. That's like all she has. Maybe a limited two, you know, to no try and encourage to Max. <laughs> yeah, <limited>. <laughs> <laughs> we used to have an FAO Schwartz, but. We don't like it. It's down market. So so uh, Shannon tells us that Sophie had a really hard time because, you know, she ruined her kids' lives with her bad relationship. Um, but Sophie had a tough time in high school. But now that she's out living on her own, she uh, is now in a great relationship. And this boy treats her with nothing but kindness and respect. And she said now she knows what relationships are supposed to be like. I've called him. I'm not going to lie. I mean, I do bloop him every once in a while. So. He also doesn't respond to my DMs. So, um... <laughs> You've so never then, lived until an 18-year-old asks you to get out of the bushes in their lawn. <laughs> so, that's something that's happened. Yeah, well, you know, it's, it's funny how quickly your eldest daughter, uh, forgets about you and all your sacrifices when she finds a new man. That's convenient, and I'm so happy for her that she's left her mom home alone with two twins who fall asleep at Bubba school. So, <laughs> so well, Ginger asks, from Vitus says, Shannon, you're in a great relationship with John, but he does tend to avoid discussions of marriage. So what's up with this crinkled silk blazer on guys night? Is he a funeral Easter pillow? What is going on with John? Oh, well, you know, we do talk about weddings a lot of time, you know, it does come up. Mainly, I say, "Do you want to get married?" And he says, "Please pass the tequila." And I say, "Okay, well, uh, we can get married. We can have Casamigos at the wedding." And he says, "Sorry, can't talk right now. Drinking tequila." And then he puts his fingers in his ears, which is funny because he's not even holding tequila when he does that. But you know, it's just that's just part of our humor, I guess. Well, do you want to get married again? Our next ninety-eight percent removable. <laughs> Yes, I do. I do, Andy. 90 pounds of neck skin, he said. Um, so then we see a clip of Guy's Night, like the really charisma-free uh, charisma Guy's Night from this show, yes. where uh, everyone's giving the guys, Terry, everyone, I'm saying everyone, Terry yeah, is giving the unmarried people shit about being unmarried. And Travis is like, well, I have a feeling I'll probably be married before John over there is. Am I right, everyone? And then somehow this like segues into conversation about, um, well, it talks about Shannon's sex life. It's like, hey, you're having the best sex of your life right now. What's different? Well, when you're, um, when you're happy, it turns out that can extend into the bedroom. So it turns out a real aphrodisiac of mine is cream cheese. Who would have thought? So secret to my success, I guess. 
Jowl removal. Shh, it's a secret. <laughs> so Andy's like, uh, he asks him who's their ce- celebrity hall pass, and she's like, well, I don't think of hall passes. I'm monogamous. I'm a monogamous person. Is that bad? Stuff me with some cream cheese. I'll be your salmon. That's what I say. I'm a one cream cheese stuffed salmon kind of a girl, Andy. So. <laughs> Brett Michaels, though. Brett Michaels. I mean, I mean cream cheese. I'm, a, I'm monogamous. Monogamy. Monogamy and Brett you know, Michaels, yes. If I get any STD, Andy, it's going to be hepatitis me. Okay. <laughs> Monogamous person. So Emily is like, mine is Jax from Sons of Anarchy. Which, girl, you know that Emily has the only good fantasy because she needs it the most. Yeah. <laughs> Bless her heart. Yeah, that is a good only... choice, ma'am. And that's that one of the only choice. times I've ever said that during your time on this show. Good choice. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's that's truly like, especially considering some of the other choices, because Noelle is like, well, my whole past is Janet Jackson, which is like, that's fine. But then Heather's like, I don't have a hall pass. I actually, since I own the halls, I'm allowed to walk through them freely. Is that what you're talking about there? Gina has to have a hall pass, though, if she wants to come up to the second floor, though, unfortunately. <sighs> Tons of anarchy. That's what the doctor removed from my neck. Which was amazing. I'm glad he did it. I feel like I look so good now. Everyone else just keeps going on. Jen's like, Sean Penn. <laughs> Sean Penn. Sean Penn. Of course she says fucking Sean Penn. What? Has, she, has she engaged with pop culture since 1988? What the hell, Sean Penn? And then Gina's like, for me, it's Jimmy Fallon. I'm like, okay, who's going to say Stalin next? I mean, what's going on here? I know, I think Gina's just saying Jimmy Fallon so she can get a proposal because she doesn't want Travis to feel too insecure. It's like, I like just funny guys, like funny, normal guys. It's totally what I'm here for. So then we see um, a Jen montage. I can't. Okay, so the Jen montage is what you think it is. It's her husband without a shirt and a tiny dog. Okay. Yeah. And then the the montage, the montage, the montage ends and Jen goes, Okay. So Andy goes, well, Jen, have you learned how to pronounce your husband's name yet? She goes, well, it's Ryan, but like I say Ryan, okay? It's like, okay, great. There's, your, there's a problem you're never going to overcome is refusing to live in your husband's delusion. You're not partners, ma'am. Just go. So Andy says, um... Jack from EG says, uh, does your husband actually make money? Because you made it sound like he didn't make any money. But then at one point you said he didn't make money. What's up with that? Which is another emasculating thing she does to her husband on this show. It's like, my husband, who does nothing, I do everything. I make all the money. It's like forgetting that she told us he has like a full-on business. So mm-hmm. she's like, well, he actually does. Like, he does make some money now because, like, he has this, like, business. And, he, you know, he rents, like, high-end celebrities. And he doesn't tell me anything because, like, I would tell everybody. But, like, yeah, it's, like, a little more equalized now. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't want to brag, but, like, have you heard of Wesley from Mr. Belvedere? Yeah, kind of a client. <laughs> Huge deal. Huge deal. And... um. <laughs> She says that seeing herself on the show helped them. It was therapeutic. And um, she's, she just laughs. She's like, oh, I mean, we're both very unhealthy, Andy. And um, 
And Andy says, Andy goes, by the way, goes, yeah, I mean, there are some couples who've been yeah, on the show who credit it for helping them. I mean, like, you know, like they've seen, it puts a mirror up. It's really helped them. I'm like, please name a single couple who's been helped by being on The Real Housewives, because I have yet to find that that group. Every couple who has said that is now divorced, by yeah. the way, if my memory serves. So, or getting divorced, Darby and Ashley. So, um... Jen says, you know, he just didn't want to be on the show because he's not successful talking about relationships, so he doesn't want to look unsuccessful on television, <laughs> which makes sense, you know? True. So Heather's like, well, I spoke to him on the phone about vacation rentals, and he was amazing, personable. In my mind, he had a shirt on, so I'm assuming <laughs> he had a shirt on. But it then I met him in person. It. Yeah. Yeah, you know, cameras are just a lot for him. They're a lot for him. It's like Sheila McIntyre, you know, a girl who knows Reba, you know. Do we know who Sheila McIntyre? No, cameras are hard for her. She's a sad person, Andy. So I ran into her at the Cinnabon, which is funny. And I said, oh, my God, do you live in this town? And she said, no, actually, just on vacation. And I thought, wow, good for us. Are you here to see the uh, eighth wonder of the world, the leaking basement wall? That's pretty amazing. And then I said to her, Sheila, it's been wonderful talking with you, but unfortunately, the more times I talk, that's less time that you're passing hors d'oeuvres. So get back to it, okay? (laughs) This may be a small town, but it's not a resort. Uh, My name's Leslie. Get out of here, (laughs) Sheila McIntyre. I will not take another thank you from you. So uh, Emily goes, you know, I I think men in general have a hard time being on TV. I mean, look, look, it took a while for Shane. And I'm not just talking about you know, passing the bar. I mean, actually just getting used to being on TV. It took a very long time. Oh, yeah. He's so comfortable now. Um, And Heather's like, no, not Terry. Terry loves the camera. We know, Heather. (laughs) We know. Okay. So Hope from Les says, Jen, your husband loves the dog more than you. It's hilarious. She's like, well, I said that on camera. I mean, thanks, Hope from Les. But I know that. I mean, like, treat me treat me like you treat the dog. I'll be happy with that. <laughs> and he's like, wow. Okay. So... At Heather's party, Jen said it was love at first sight, but Ryan said he's still coming around to Jen. How does that make you feel? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Can I interrupt? Of course I can, because I can buy and sell all of you guys. The jo- <laughs> That was a joke that I used to make about Terry, okay? Because I like to tell jokes. You know, Syracuse. So it was love at first sight for him, and I'm still coming around. That's what I always say. It's like, I got it. I got it. You're married to Terry. It's hilarious. Oh, God, that was funny. So funny. Married to poor Terry. Good for you. And Andy's like, well, how did you feel, Jen? And she goes, well, I mean, it hurt, but it's, like, true. Because, like, I haven't really had a smooth relationship. So, like, when I saw him at the breakfast buffet, I was like, fuck yeah. Who needs a billionaire at home? Like, that man has nerve enough to be at breakfast without a shirt on, getting a waffle and a pancake, Andy. Fuck yeah, Put your hollandaise all over me. Yeah, I love a Benny on my boobs. Am I right, Andy? So then oh, uh, good. Gina's like, you know, that really made sense. Because, like, you know what? Your father had just passed away. And he was fun. And he was light. And he was like Diet Coke. And he's like what you needed in your life at the time. Are you saying I was fat because I needed Diet Coke? No, I'm just saying, oh, God. I jumped in two feet into this commentary. I got to get out. I got to get out. Got to get out. 
our relationship was like a pimple, Andy. It came to a head. I was like, oh my God, could you go back to not talking? <laughs> could you go back like to everything like, like a dog? <laughs> God. Everything that comes out of your mouth is worse than the thing before. So she's like, you know, he moved out and that helped our relationship. Him leaving really was great because we had some peace in the house. And I realized, you know, the nanny needs somebody to talk to. So he's back now. And now I like laugh sometimes and I'm like, wow, maybe I really do want to be in this relationship. Yeah. It's just like sparks somewhere. So then uh, now, like, let's go back to the trip in Aspen, okay? Shannon, I'm sorry to see your bear prank fizzled. <laughs> well, that was an epic fail. Epic fail! But enough about my marriage to David. What are we talking about? So then we get to the choosing room things, and Noella saying she deserved the bigger room because her dad died. So was that fair, or were you just playing the dead dad card, Noella? And she's like, both. It was fair, and I was playing the dead dad card because my dad died. And Emily's like, well, I actually thought that we should offer you the room because your dad just died, but like, you don't even give people the chance to be nice. Really? Uh, Shannon's given you plenty of chances to be nice. Still haven't done it. I don't believe yeah. that for one second. Yeah. And Heather's like, I mean, why not give the big room to Shannon? Shannon never gets the big room. And look, she lives literally on a houseboat, right? That thing was a boat, <laughs> like a little boat. Shannon emotionally gets divorced every single day. So if that was the case, <laughs> her neighborhood should just be one master bedroom. Okay. I mean, when we shot that scene, she had like 95% more neck. If anyone needs more pillows, it's her. <laughs> well, I mean, you guys, it's not like you guys were being nice to me. I mean, I would text you guys and you wouldn't even respond to my text messages. Maybe that was happening because you were spreading lies, Noella. <laughs> and Noella's like, well, you're the only one who was obsessed with a lie thing. I had a genuine connection with Gina, a genuine connection with Shannon, a genuine connection with Emily, and a genuine connection with three anonymous vaginas. And she, Heather's like, but they're hearing you lie about me, lady. And so Noella says, yeah, but and you're so controlling that no one would be friends with me because they know that you're mad. Which is true. I mean, I see that. I, here's the thing with Noella. She's so obnoxious on her own. I could see them not wanting to be friends with her, but I do think that they all turned on her because they wanted to li li lick Heather's butt, right? That's yes. obvious to everyone at this point, right? I hate yes. when I say such obvious things, you know? It's okay. It's it's Bravo. Like it's really new. to be obvious. But, um, <laughs> sorry, they just start fighting back and forth, like Noel and Heather. And Andy goes, he goes, all right, all right, all right, listen, listen. And Heather goes, Andy, I am saying something. <laughs> and he goes, I am saying something. And she goes, I apologize. Anyway, the cameras were down. Okay. So let me, and he's like, oh, okay. Like, she just is like, I don't care. I am, I am running this show right now. She's unbearable. So she's like, yeah, after the cameras went down, the final time in Aspen, Noella came up and goes, hey, can we start over? And I said, no, it's too late. No, she also did that while the cameras were on, Heather. Okay. Mm -hmm. And if true. the cameras went down before she did it, at least she didn't force them to like you, ma'am. Yeah. So then so I, Andy, um, Heather said Noella was enjoying her karma, which was kicking her when she was down. And Heather's like, that's not fair. She said it first. Uh, what are you, five years old? What argument is that? 
He's literally being screamed at and I'm like being ganged up on and like you're screaming that I'm a liar. You're screaming that I'm a liar. And she's like, because you're lying, Noella. <sighs> I've said it a million times tonight and I'll say it again. I feel horrible for everything you're going through. Okay, I don't wish it on anyone. And you said to me, it's your karma and I just do it back at you. I unfortunately forgot to say it's your credit karma, so therefore the joke didn't really <laughs> land as well. I also didn't get paid for that one, so that was terrible, <laughs> that plug. Um, but no, it's not the same thing. She said your karma will come get you for what you're doing, and you're the one who said you're, car- you're already living your karma, which <laughs> is totally a different thing. So Andy, which... Her father had just died and her husband just dumped her. So, not the same. So, Andy's like, uh, everyone, uh, oh, and you, what, what and I wrote, you. everyone's purse below. And you. Um, Andy said, you said my dad died too. Let's see. Oh, and you said my dad died too to Heather. Because Heather said, well, my dad. And Heather goes, yeah, but that was earlier. And Noella goes, you just turned vile. Um, just uh, vile. Hi, um. Uh, necklace wonder over here would like to say something. I understand where everyone's perspective is coming from. And on the second night after the bar, the bear scare fail. <laughs> oh, bear scare fail. Yes. Oh, yeah. So Noella pulled me aside and broke down and it hit me. That's been less than a week than her father had passed away. I'm like, wow, here she is. And I felt for Noella because I've been there before and you sat down, you know, and like everyone comes at you and you sit down at the table and someone just died. And it's, I believe it was. Gina who said it because this was my long way of trying to shame Gina but I think this was Gina who said shit happens and I don't know uh, there was a death Gina <laughs> there was a death Gina when did I someone think go after it was Gina? Gina it might have been Gina who said that not really sure <laughs> I remember they probably didn't finish high school even though they claimed they went to you know what I don't want to get mixed up in this <laughs> and Andy's like uh, Noella now this is interesting because your dad was a very famous weatherman I I remember seeing him on the news. And Noella's like, Andy carried the Olympic torch, won an Emmy. Don't Google him plus the word sexual harassment because it's not pretty. But otherwise, I mean, a lot of huge things, Andy. Very famous. Uh, She tells a story about his career taking off when she was born and he moved to LA, but her mom had just finished uh, law school. So she wanted to start a practice in Palm Springs. And that's what strained the relationship. But then when she signed with the lead at 17 and developed my book in Southeast Asia, which I haven't had time to Google, but I'm going to say that every time I'm trying to tell, to make a point, I'm going to be like, well, you know, when I was putting together my book in Southeast Asia, I I would send them things and they would be returned unopened. So i'm assuming it was her lookbook not like an actual novel that she was writing <laughs> because otherwise uh, if she's writing a south a, a novel in southeast asia i'm like very intrigued to read it <laughs> you guys it's just like chapter one you guys chapter two guys so then um, i Jen- would look it up but noella has had so many names like she has had so many names has i she? was listening to bravo docket and they were they were like okay and those ladies are like nice you know they're very nice they're not like and noella has 10 names what's up with that they're like well you know a lot of people change their names she's got a lot of names i mean it's a lot so i can't i can't even look it up you know yeah Too many. i believe her latest name might actually just be ryan that's so weird so then jen <laughs> noella ryan 
Yeah. So Jen, she does this thing where she puts out her hands like a like a Barbie doll, where her hands just are like forward and just next to each other, and she's like, Noella, despite our differences, my my heart broke when your father passed. I relate deeply, deeply to that. She's like, oh, you were amazing, and the flowers were gorgeous. It was like a sisterhood. So anyway, they have sisterhood. They all, <sighs> so they all have nice things to say at that moment for Noella, and uh, and then Andy just sort of segues it. He's like, "All right, well, let's just talk about the end of the season." Hey, you all came together for that song. That was amazing. And I swear, this was like the first day in two weeks where that song was not in my head. And then they play it like, "I do whatever I want, whenever I want, I want, with no explanations." Oh yeah, I'm nonstop. That's in my head, nonstop. And he's like, "What did Richard Marks think about that?" And Heather's like, "Oh, you know what? Richard Marks and Daisy Fuentes wrote the song, so I just wanted to get that again." I know Richard Marks. Okay, (laughs) Reba loved it. I think Sheila Sheila mentioned that uh, Reba loved it. Sorry to Cinnabon. I said the second time. Sheila McIntyre. Wow. (laughs) Richard absolutely loved this song, mainly because it was the first time in two weeks since I let him out of our basement so he could listen to the song on upstairs. But, you know, he loved it. He loved the whole thing. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, I'm sure Richard Marks is going to love being the guy who wrote that song on Real Housewives of Orange County because, you know, that's his new life, you know? <laughs> so, um, Gina, they were, they're all like, oh, my God, we were going to be so embarrassed, but it was so good. It was so great. And so then it's time to end. We want to end on a positive note. So let's say something positive about each other. And it's a joke I wrote. Heather saying, Emily, you're a mother. <laughs> That's basically what she does. They're good. <laughs> yeah, no one has anything. It's So they go through all these things, you know, where <laughs> Emily's like, you know, I didn't know Heather at all. And we didn't even run in the same circles. And it was just like. So positive to be with someone who really put in the effort to get to know me and my husband and children. I was surprised they didn't cut to Shannon and be like, oh, well, I guess I I guess I was uh, just, you know, researching a couch. It wasn't you and your family, I guess. Okay. So yeah. Emily's like, there was I no really... shock that Emily licked Heather's cornhole for this. Of course she did. It's like, you... <sighs> yeah. And of I really want to thank everyone for welcoming me back. It's been interesting. And the scenes with my kids were so important to me that even with all the tiny houses i had to step into i would do it all over again and she's like noella i hope that if we do if our paths do cross again which they won't because i'm getting you fired from this show i hope you'll get a chance to not only get to know me but let me get to know you all right that's enough cameras down i'm done we're done I would love that, because we can have a sisterhood. And Jen, honestly, there were moments when it was almost like a sisterhood. But sisters <laughs> that fight the most, okay? You have chronic pain, and in return, you gave us chronic pain. And I just want to say thank you for that. Yeah, cement in your leg, huh? And Jen's like, I appreciate that. You know, and I just have to say, Noella, if drama was a drug, you would be a pharmacy. <laughs> I don't really agree with you ever, but, like, I can appreciate your enthusiasm. Because, like, that's the one thing I wasn't born with. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I would like to say something nice about Gina, because I want to show that I'm a friend who 
cares about things and says nice things and I'm not in it for the glory. I want to say, Gina, I'm so very proud of you. You know, because the girl that I met four years ago to who you are today, to withstand all that you did through your marriage. And I don't know who was propping you up during those four years. And I don't know who's calling lawyers for you and supporting you and getting you through that <laughs> tough time. But whoever did, did a hell of a job, whoever that nameless person is who... We shouldn't even bother giving them credit because it's not about giving them credit. It's about you and looking how, how far you've gotten. Congratulations, you and other people who supported you. Look how far you've gotten with no credit. It really is a testament. Oh, and just to, just to make this um, real and true, wow, do you sure keep a clean house with six children? <laughs> I mean, Gina can clean. Wow, wow, Gina. And Gina's like, uh, thank you. I guess I'll throw it right back to you because, you know, you're an incredibly resilient woman. I mean, I keep pushing you down and you just get back up to get back <laughs> into bed, to get back into bed, which is a huge thing. And, you know, I've never met anyone who can push my buttons that much. And I adore you. And I just want to say thank you so much for bringing me into your core of now five people. I didn't say that. I said <laughs> no. none of the court cleans. None of the court cleans. So was... enjoy finding someone on below deck to core with. <laughs> It's not going to be a sucker. <laughs> Gina, thank you for uh, couching your insult about pushing buttons in what was supposed to be a compliment for me. Thank you so much. You're a great friend. <laughs> so then Heather's like, oh, listen, uh, no one said anything nice about Emily. So as promised, Emily, you're an amazing mom. It's beautiful. I'm like, wow. That, okay. That's the most generic, predict as you said, predictable, generic, but also like so like it could so not like personalized for it's like, like to anybody you know it's just that compliment makes me crazy and so then jen goes yeah and also your articulation because like you're articulate <laughs> articulate i was like was that racist either way i was like, like, way real go, house, like it's real housewives of new york again where <laughs> heather's like i'm so sorry i called you articulate so now we go on to the final toast with, uh, the, it's like, we got a champagne pineapple toast. Doesn't totally make sense, but we had some leftover budget in our props because it turns out replicating Orange County doesn't cost a lot of money. It's pretty cheap stuff. So anyway, Heather, do you want to lead us in the toast? And Heather goes, okay, could someone hand me the pineapple? She doesn't even pick up her own pineapple. <laughs> I didn't even notice that. That's funny. She's like, well, pineapple... Uh, pineapple, the toast for a pineapple. Pineapple stands tall, wear a crown, be sweet. God, this is for poor people. I've never seen an actual entire pineapple that's not already been cut. This is disgusting. Can we get somebody to get a less? Well, I thought it was funny that the fruit that they use for Heather's comeback season is a pineapple. Like the it's prickly fruit. Teresa's, um, horny, horniness drug. So... And that was the end of yes. Orange County, and that's where it ended. So, uh, well, that's it. And but then I'm it ends actually with Heather going, wow, and clapping angrily with no fun with her lips first, <laughs> looking like Andy Cohen had the nerve to question me today. <laughs> Cameras down. Cameras down. Anyway, I personally hope that both Heather and Noella come back next season because I think that they were great foils for each other. I thought Heather was a hilarious uppity presence say what you will about her she like she sucks she's, 
She may suck, but she's great on this show, I think. I I wouldn't mind if she came back either. I mean, she fills me with the the proper amount of rage, but it's all silly rage, you know? Exactly. I felt like when she was here before, it was a lot of silly rage, too, which I liked. She went a little too far with Shannon back in the day, but... I mean, listen, I don't like her, but rage. I love the housewives and you need you need the ones you don't like. You, you know? need the so. ones that give you silly rage. We can't fire the people. Silly rage. I love silly unimportant like. rage, you yeah. know. Yeah. She so I say bring her back that. too. Now, and, and Gina too. and Emily, I I Dr. don't Jen. really have fun rage. I just have like you guys are lame. Like they Mad need to rage. start over. I think they should keep Shannon, Heather, and Emily bring in Kenny to be on Noella's side. And Noella, bring in one of Shannon's friends, and then let Heather bring in one of her dumbass Maria Bello or one of her other yeah. snotty rich lady friends. Yeah, I think I think Gina and Doctor Jen definitely have to go. I think Emily is Emily's. I think you can keep Emily, but Gina and Doctor Jen are not really bringing it. Although Doctor, I I really enjoyed making fun of Doctor Jen. Like that was kind of a highlight for me. Yeah, that but, was fun. But as a, to watch it, it was not. She's not scintillating television. I don't think Emily's needed. I really don't. I mean, I would, she, I, like, I loved she her left, turkey but... sandwich storyline and everything. Not saying I didn't enjoy that. And I don't really hate Emily. I don't have like any bad feelings. I just think she's the shit stirrer, but the shit she stirs is so lame. I mean, really, the fights were. I think they need a better shit stir if they're going to do it. I think they yeah, can do better. I think that like Emily. Um, if they got rid of her, I would not be sad. But I think if they if they are too afraid of of cutting out too many people, like if you had to choose between Gina, Emily, and Doctor Jen, Emily's the one I would keep. But otherwise, I would keep I w- Emily too out of those. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, otherwise, if that's the she choice, could go though, too. Overall, yeah. Um, um, yeah anyway. I hope they get rid of three and start over because they've got to learn their lesson. I mean, this was the lowest rated season of all time, so I blame their Heather bet didn't necessarily work. I, kn- I, I mean, I know, that, I, I know that, that you blamed the year before, but I the year before it was a whole. It was not like it. It was just on for two weeks. Like the ratings didn't go but up; you know, they just kept tanking. You know, it's hard once you leave a show. It's really hard to come back on board until you feel like there is a like everyone's watching it too so like oh i gotta i gotta watch it and i think that like last season was pretty bad and i think a lot of people like you know what new i'm not gonna start up this new season now so you know like it's easy to blame the current cast but i actually don't blame the current cast i think it takes like it takes a few seasons of building back the buzz and then once the buzz is there then people will start to come back because like people have a lot of options of, of shows to watch in general and a lot of things to do and but um, they got a lot of heather buzz they had a lot of Heather buzz. That's the thing. Heather was anchoring this season as the buzzworthy. Oh my God, she's back. They still show those commercials yeah, of Heather standing in her infinity hallway and as a shadow, posing, going, guys, I'm home. Or whatever. Well, they, they still show PR. that. Yeah. yeah, I think that was a bomb decision. Not in a good way. <laughs> like <laughs> a, a bomb. bomb of a decision. And uh, I think, it was a bad one. But I she's think there now, so I say... Decision. It's a bo- I think it's a bomb marketing, de- a, a marketing decision bomb, but not a casting decision bomb. I think it was a good casting decision, but they overestimated how much of a, an, a of a lure she would be to to listeners or our viewers. Well, look, one of my favorite things is when you let a marinated housewife stay because you need your season two bitch flower to bloom, and Noella is going to come in. 10 times as crazy, okay? She's going to come in with this new boyfriend and her dildo company. I mean, she will send yeah. Heather over the edge. So 
I kind of need to see that. And I also need to see, because you know what a housewife loves to do, spend their off season figuring out how they're going to take down the people they don't like. I mean, no one uses Google more than a housewife. Okay. So I would love to see the ammo that Noella comes up with to use against Heather next season. So yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to another season with those three at least. So we'll see. We will see. Um, Until then, you guys, thanks so much for listening and for uh, some of you guys for watching along as well. We had a great time this season. Um, Have a great weekend. We'll be back next week with a whole new slate of shows. Have a great one, everyone. Bye. Bye. Watch What Crappens would like to thank its premium sponsors. Ain't no thing like Alison King. Ashley Savoni, she don't take no baloney. Courtney Shamazing Shaudel. She's not just a Sheila, she's a Daniela. Itchels. Dana C. Dana Do. Aaron McNicholas, she don't miss no trickleus. Hava Nagila Weber. Jamie, she has no less namey. Sipped some scotch with Jessica Trotch. Just saying, okay. Kristen the Piston Anderson. Wee McLovin, Karen McClellan. She's always supplying, it's Kelly Ryan. Megan Berg, you can't have a burger without the Berg. She's our queen, Marie Levine. Let's give a kisserino to Lisa Lino. There ain't no problem that Sarah Salvia can't solve ya. The Bay Area Betches. Betches. And our super premium sponsors. Somebody get us 10 cc's of Betsy MD. Always the wiser is Allison Weasler. We're taking the gold with Brenda Silva. She's cheese on a bagel. It's Megan Ragel. Erica, 500 Days of Summers. The Incredible Edible Matthews Sisters. Don't get salty with Christine Pepper. Let's go on a bender with Lauren Fender. My favorite Murdo, Karen McMurdo. No one makes us feel well like Megan Cap Sewell. Paging Page Mills, Paging Page Mills. Give him hell, Miss Noel. She leaves us in stitches, it's Catherine Taylor. Sarah Greenwood, she only uses her power for good. Kristen, the Ruby Rubano. Can't have a meal without the Emily Sides. We want to hang with Liz Lang. Shannon, out of a cannon, Anthony. Let's get racy with Miss Stacy. Let's take off with Tamla Plain. She ain't no shrinking Violet Kutar. We love you guys. <laughs> <laughs>